It is my privilege and honor to introduce to you my friend and the church's friend, Dave Stephen, to the pulpit. Uh, Dave has been a member of this church for a while, along with his lovely wife, but more so he's just been a deep, devoted friend for all of us. So welcome, Dave. Welcome to the pulpit. Thank you, Ray. It is a privilege to be here. And I haven't done this in, Marion, when was the last time I did this? It may have been at Carl Road Baptist Church in Columbus, Ohio. Gee. Um, I'm a little older, a little rounder, and unlike that time, I have to read a little things because I sometimes forget. Bear with me. Will you pray with me, please? Dear Lord and Father in heaven, you have created all things and given us all things. You have shown us your love over and over and over. You have given us the capacity to love as well. We are your friends. Help us to nourish that friendship, that relationship with you and with others, and to truly love one another. In your loving Son's name we pray. Amen. Okay, everybody all together now. A sigh of relief. Come on. Like our reading today, my message will be short. Uh, it's going to be a little longer than the eight verses uh, that were read to you, but short just the same. Now, I'll be reading the same John 15, 9 through 17 from a little bit different translation or paraphrase. I'll be reading it from Eugene Peterson's The Message. Sometimes I really like this because it's conversation. It's as if Jesus is sitting here right in front of me, talking to me as an individual. So from The Message, I've loved you the way my Father loves me. Make yourselves at home in my love. If you keep my command, you will remain intimately at home in my love. That's what I have done, kept my Father's commands, and made myself at home in his love. I've told you these things for a purpose, that my joy might be your joy, and your joy wholly mature. So this is my command. Love one another the way I loved you. This is the very best way to love. Put your life on the line for your friends. You are my friends when you do the things I command you. I'm no longer calling you servants because servants don't understand what the master is thinking and planning. No, I've named you friends because I've let you in on everything I've heard from the Father. You didn't choose me, remember? I chose you and put you in the world to bear fruit, fruit that won't spoil. And as fruit bears, whatever you ask the Father in relation to me, he gives you. But remember, the root command, love one another. I want us to concentrate on a few words or phrases from the reading. Um, the first one, love one another the way I love you. I named you friends. I chose you. 
love one another, bear fruit. There's one more that I'm going to save towards the end, and we'll get back to that later. But let's just look at these five for now, okay? In FBC Sunday School, we're reading and discussing Paul Young's book, The Shack. It's number one on a New York Times bestseller list with over three million copies sold, and I don't know how many are being read by people who have borrowed the book from somebody and hopefully maybe even returned it. But it looks at God in a very, very different light, a different perspective. And one, it talks about a relationship between a loving God and a man who suffered a very tragic and overwhelming loss. Mackenzie has really taken this one. But what this book has done for me, or actually I should say what the book has done to me, it's caused me to think, to really think, to think about my relationship with God, my relationship with Jesus, his son, to think about God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, my relationship to them, and this morning, I hope to think about our relationship with him, our personal relationship with him, and him with us. So let's go to the Bible, to Proverbs, Proverbs 17, 17. And I'm, I'm not going to tell you what page it's on, because I, I didn't look it up in that Bible, so fend for yourselves. But Proverbs 17, 17. A friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for adversity. That means tough times. Let me read that again. A friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for adversity. It says for adversity. The first time I read it, I thought it said from adversity, but it's for adversity, and for adversity is preparatory, so that we're ready. It's not just after the fact that he's there. Now, what did Jesus call us in our reading? Friend. Friend. And who is with us when we face adversity? Jesus, our friend. All right. Now turn the page and we go to Proverbs 18.24. A man of many companions may come to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. There's that word again. Now who could we be talking about? Yeah, Jesus. Now, let's continue hopping, hopping around here. Now, we sang just a minute ago, What a friend we have in Jesus, all our sins and griefs to bear. Not bad. Not bad. It's a place to go. A place to go. Now, to continue hopping around, let's get back to the beginning. We have the word love. We have friend. We have choice. So what is Jesus saying here? To love one another. Quote, 
the way I loved you. And what does he call us? Friends. Not just once, from the re- but twice. Now that we know that we are his friends, is he our friend? Remember, he chose us. Do we choose him? Marion and I are kind of romantics. Uh, we've been known to put on a few CDs, listen, even sing along, and then we'll even dance around in the living room on occasion. One of our favorites is Ann Murray's You Needed Me. Now, this is a stretch theologically, yes, but I think there is some theological application in Ann's song. Listen to this. You held my hand when I was cold. When I was lost, you took me home. You gave me hope when I was at the end. You turned my lies back into truth again. You even called me friend. There's that word again. I think that Jesus might be singing that to me at times. Think of those words. Now let's get to the end of the story. Okay, hike him up a notch. Actually, this is the beginning of the story, not the end. I'd like to go to the NIV this time, verse 13 from chapter 15. Greater love has no one than this, that he lay down his life for his friends. I call that sacrificial love. Some have done this in time of war. A friend of ours from this congregation experienced this firsthand. Jane Nelson's dad went to war and was killed during World War II, and I believe it was on Iwo Jima. That sacrifice. Ray Carter, right over here, he laid his on the line. He went to Nam to fight for his friends, and thank God he came back. I salute you. But Jesus spoke these words to his apostles. And in a way, you are his apostles. Greater love has no one than this, that he lay down his life for his friends. I want to paraphrase that, if you'll permit me. Jesus is saying, greater love has no one than this, that I lay down my life for you For you, my friends. He's speaking personally. He gave his life, his sacrifice, for us, his friends. So remember, I have called you friends. I chose you and appointed you to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. His command, love one another. Amen.